0: Welcome to today's episode of the Dr. Ward Bond Show. Before we get started, please remember to head over to iTunes after the show and give us a five-star rating and a quick review. I want to thank you ahead of time for making our show great, and I also encourage you to check out my show page at DrWardBond.com. Now, on with today's show. Today's program, today's program, and tomorrow I am going to be doing a two-part series on hormonal health problems in women. Today I'm explaining the role of estrogen and the role of your liver and how it plays to un or basically how it needs to filter out those those hormones in your liver that are actually creating a hormonal imbalance. Now listen to this. We live in a world of estrogen dominance. That doesn't mean that women rule the world, but ladies, I know that you can and will. But the thing is, is I'm talking about the hormone estrogen dominating, not just in women's lives, but also dominating in men's lives as well. So men, if you're watching, you can actually learn a little bit on the role of estrogen and that everything that I talk about uh, with estrogen and its buildup in the liver... Also applies to us. So one of the most important functions of the liver is to break down and remove excess hormones from your body. One hormone in particular, estrogen. Well, as you know, estrogen is a big player in a woman's menstrual health. It helps build the uterine lining, keeps your vagina lubricated, and even helps keep your mood elevated. But the liver's role concerning general health and your hormones are this. So this is exactly what your liver needs to be doing on a daily basis. Converts your fats, your proteins, and your carbohydrates to energy and other nutrients, creates bile to break down fats, and eliminate fat-soluble vitamins. Or I should say fat-soluble toxins, excuse me, fat-soluble toxins and excess substances, including excess hormones, which I'm going to get to here in a moment. Also, the liver removes harmful chemicals and bacteria, metabolizing drugs and breaking down alcohol Uh, many of you out there may be on one to two or over four medications every day you're building up a toxicity level in your liver that's very dangerous and will definitely cause ill health even though you're trying to improve your health by taking medications i'm not saying get off your medications because there are certain medications that people take that are saving their lives so let's use wisdom here also your liver Storing vitamins and minerals such as iron, selenium, uh, glutathione, also alpha-lipoic acid. I'm going to be speaking about a few of those today. Also, storing sugars as fuel or glycogen for future use. Uh, You need that if you're uh, at the gym every day. You need to build up those glycogen stores to release that energy. Also, helping to maintain fluid and electrolyte balance creating serum proteins that act as hormone characters, now we're going to get into the hormones, creating immune substances such as gamma globulin, filtering blood, regulating blood clotting, uh, storing extra blood for quick release, uh, manufacturing testosterone and estrogen hormones, regulating sex hormone levels, as well as eliminating excess hormones, which this is what this show is about today, because we've got to remove the excess hormones that are causing a hormonal imbalance. So here's what happens. Once estrogen has done its job in the body, it is sent to the liver so it can be broken down and removed through the colon. Unfortunately, if your liver is all clogged up from the excess toxins that it's being exposed to, then it's unable to function at its best and thus cannot remove estrogen at its normal rate. Now, estrogen is not metabolized properly, or if it's not metabolized properly, can be reabsorbed back into the body. Now, remember what I just said. Estrogen that is not metabolized properly can be reabsorbed back into the body, the estrogen that is uh, collected in your liver. But there's another organ we've got to look at too, to remove excess estrogen as well. And this is a pretty shocking uh, tale for a lot of people. By having a buildup of estrogen in one's body, especially women, I'm talking to 95% of the women out there, men, we need to understand how estrogen plays a role in the liver because we need to remove that. So ladies, if you have excess estrogen built up in your liver, you're looking at the increased risk of fibroids, endometriosis, and hormonal type cancers. The liver sends that broken down estrogen to your colon for removal. Now we need to remove it from the liver, now we've got to remove it from the colon. So if your bowels aren't moving, then that estrogen can get reabsorbed back into your bloodstream. So think about this, if your liver is unclean, maybe you've been on the birth control pill your whole life, maybe you're taking hormonal replacement therapy, And you're not filtering those hormones out of the liver properly. And let's say you add on top of that, you have a problem with constipation. Now, listen to this vicious cycle right here. If you have a buildup of estrogen in your liver, it's going to recirculate through your body again. Too much estrogen slows down the thyroid. If you have hypothyroidism, then that uh, hypothyroidism One of the symptoms is constipation. Now you're going to reabsorb estrogen from the liver because you can't get it out properly. You're going to reabsorb estrogen that's stuck in the colon and throwing your body off and you're getting nothing but hormonal imbalance every single day. Why do you think women out there complain to their doctors on a regular basis that my hormones are always out of balance? I never feel good. Think about cleansing the liver. Cleansing the colon, getting that excess estrogen out of the body that you do not need. It's already done its job. Once it's done its job, it's time to kick it out the door and lay it off. So we need to cleanse the liver. We need to make sure that your diet is healthy, that you're not getting constipated, causing a trap of that estrogen that wants to recirculate back into your body. So if your colon's not clean, the bacteria level and your colon is not balanced, such as 85% healthy bacteria, 15% bad bacteria, that's actually a a healthy balance in your colon, you need to be looking at taking a probiotic as well, and increasing your water content, increasing fiber, that will help keep everything moving along for you to stay regular, and if you're regular, then you're looking at the fact that you're going to actually get your hormones back into balance by getting all of the excess out of the body. So. You remove now when it comes to the diet, your hormones are fat soluble. So remove all the bad fats from your diet, and the reason for this is that excess dietary fat encourages. Here's another one: encourages reabsorption. This is the this is the third reabsorption I've just that I'm about to talk about. Encourages reabsorption of estrogens from your gut into the bloodstream rather than excreting it out as excess estrogen from the body. So this results in the condition called estrogen dominance, where estrogen becomes dominant in the body, especially in relationship to your progesterone levels. Think about it like this. It's like a store where there are no sales going on, but the owner just keeps buying new products. So you're collecting all this inventory. In your case, you're collecting all of this inventory of excess estrogen, but it's never going out the front door. And um, in this case, it should be going out the back door, especially uh, if you're constipated. So we got to get rid of it from the liver, get rid of it from the colon. And not only that, if you ladies are overweight, if you're 10 pounds, 20 pounds, 50 pounds or more overweight and having all that excess fat, estrogen is stored in fat cells. So you need to remove that estrogen. And I'm going to give you some easy remedies that you can actually be taking now to remove that excess estrogen from the body so you will start feeling better. And the thing about estrogen is this. There's a lot of xenoestrogens, and I'm going to get into that here in a moment. So let's talk about estrogen dominance that results in some rather unpleasant symptoms and conditions. How many of you ladies out there suffer from fibrocystic breast? That can be estrogen dominance. Now, a lot of these conditions that I'm talking about today, I'm going to go through a Full protocol tomorrow and all of the remedies for fibrocystic breast, PMS. Uh, PMS, if, if you have PMS due to estrogen dominance, you're going to notice more emotional symptoms such as anxiety, depression, irritability. How about migraine headaches, uh, especially right before your period? That can be estrogen dominance. Irregular periods and heavy uh, bleeding endometriosis, uh, from an overstimulation of the uterine lining by too much estrogen. Again, I mentioned the fibroids. Uh, This is basically how endometriosis can begin. Infertility caused by many of the symptoms that I just mentioned. So tomorrow, what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about remedies for fibrocystic breast, PMS, uh, menstrual irregularities if there's no menstrual period, if it's a heavy menstrual period, spotting, things of that sort. Uh, We'll get into migraines. We'll talk about endometriosis. There are uh, incredible herbs out there that can help women with endometriosis. Uh, Believe it or not, I had three to four clients with severe endometriosis that have done extremely well. I'm also going to be talking about polycystic ovarian syndrome tomorrow, so you've got to tune in. I had three clients where doctors told them they would not be able to have children because of polycystic ovarian syndrome, and well, we can say this. As of yesterday, they were able to celebrate Mother's Day because all three are now mothers because of taking things natural, getting rid of that excess Uh, Estrogen, But at the same time with uh, polycystic ovarian syndrome, that's another condition where we have to look at the androgens and also glucose imbalance. Most people with uh, PCOS have a glucose metabolism problem. They're basically type 2 diabetic. And by normalizing glucose levels, you can actually help to reverse that condition naturally. Doctors now know that polycystic ovarian syndrome, its leading cause is a glucose imbalance in the body. Also, we're going to talk a bit about infertility. I talked about infertility last week. If you want to go check uh, the past broadcast on menopause, I gave you some tips on improving fertility as well as uh Friday show on uh, men's health, sexual health. I covered some infertility problems on that show as well. So look those up on our YouTube channel.com or YouTube.com slash Dr. Bond for those videos. Now let's talk about estrogen hormones. Now, of primary concern for women's health, it's the liver's role in regulating sex hormones, primarily the estrogen hormones. Now, this is a consideration for women undergoing hormone therapy, whether you've been on conventional hormone replacement therapy, HRT, uh, which is synthetic hormones that are not uh, biologically identical to human hormones, Then there's the bio-identical hormone therapy, which we call BHT. So the deal is this. Either one of those therapies can actually increase the levels of estrogen in your body if your liver is not functioning correctly, if your colon isn't functioning correctly, as well as if you happen to be overweight, then you're collecting more estrogen into your body. A lot of women complain about estrogen, and I'm going to show you some of the complaints that they have. So let's look at how to reduce what we call xenoestrogens. That's X-E-N-O estrogens. That just means foreign estrogens. Where do foreign estrogens come from if your body's not producing them, or Well, think about this. Foreign estrogens could be the birth control pill, hormonal replacement therapy, chemicals such as PCBs, pesticides, chlorine. Last week uh, on a few of the shows, I talked about how pesticides are estrogen dominant. They spray pesticides and herbicides on our food to kill bugs. Technically, they don't really kill bugs. They just change your sexual orientation, believe it or not. And think what that's doing in the human body as well. So there's estrogen dominance there. Chlorine. You name it, they all have an effect on us. But let's, not, but let's also think about everyday products that we're all using. So ladies, think about your shampoos, your body lotions, your makeup. There are some very serious offenders out there. And a lot of these chemicals are coming from everyday products. So think about the makeup you're using. Shampoos, conditioner. A lot of you women like to use body lotion and, and face creams. A lot of these, if they're conventional, are full of chemicals, and those chemicals can wreak havoc on your hormonal system. So what I want you to do after this program, go, go into uh, your makeup area, wherever you keep all of your uh, you know, beauty care products, the bathroom most likely, go to Environmental Working Group. Uh, and go to their uh, Skin Deep database. So you want to go to their website at ewg.org slash Skin Deep. They will have every product that you own in your house. You look up that product and you will see which chemicals that are in those products that are dangerous to your health. So think about uh, parabens and Think about now we're going into the summertime on sunscreens. Um, There's so many chemicals in sunscreens that uh, will cause hormonal disruption. Cause not only hormonal disruption in uh, women or men, but think about putting them on children. So you want to look up the sunscreens because there's a lot of studies out there showing sunscreens diminishing hormonal function. In children, especially boys, there was a recent study done in 2016 that showed that it dropped uh, testosterone levels in adolescent males. That's usually between the ages of 13 and 16. So look at those types of products. Every one of us have these horrible products in our home, and we need to clean out the pantry We need to clean out what's in the pantry and the bathroom to get rid of these products that will cause hormonal disruption. So let me grab some water here real quick. All right. so start replacing those toxic products with the products that contain a more natural ingredients. There's a ton of natural products out there that can replace your makeup, mineral-based type makeup, your shampoos, your conditioners, and body lotions, and even the sunscreens out there. Uh, so keep really just take this to heart because these products are not only harmful to our body, they have become extremely harmful to our environment as well. So when you switch over to natural products, your body and your liver will definitely thank you. So now let's look at how your hormones affect your liver and your thyroid gland. So if the liver is unhealthy, full of excess hormones, the thyroid gland will not function healthy. Nutrients that are needed in the liver will help to convert thyroxin, the T4 from the thyroid gland. Your thyroid produces about 94% uh, inactive T4, about 6% active T3. But then you need that inactive T4 to convert to the more potent T3, such as you need the, the, uh, the trace mineral selenium. This is extremely important. Selenium is found in the liver. If you're not getting selenium from nuts and seeds or soil in America, the topsoil is very poorly uh, deficient in selenium. So we need to supplement with 200 micrograms twice a day of selenium to get those levels built up in the body and also to make that T4 convert from the thyroid in the liver to the T3, so your body can use it. So the body will use that T3 more effectively as long as you're eating fruits and vegetables and getting natural potassium. There's another link to better health right there, is that you need another nutrient. So in the liver, you need selenium, alpha lipoic acid, which is another antioxidant that works with your fat and water soluble antioxidants to keep them alive, Uh, longer and working more effectively also regulates glucose levels uh, in the liver you want n-acetylcysteine which is a nutrient that converts to glutathione a very potent amino acid a very potent anti-cancer nutrient that we need to have two areas of the body in which glutathione is found in high concentrations should be your liver and the lens of your eye because with the lens of the eye if you have low levels of glutathione you're setting yourself up for a cataract So just think about that one. Okay, high levels of estrogen will cause hypothyroidism, which is why millions of people complain that once they start hormonal replacement therapy from their doctor, they end up with hypothyroidism after the age of 50 when they never had a problem before. All of a sudden, they're like, Hey, what's going on? I, I'm gaining weight. I never gained weight before. Uh, I feel depressed. Um, my 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 feet, my hands, and my feet are cold. My skin's dry. My hair is brittle. All of a sudden, I have no energy. I, I'm getting more constipated. And what's going on? Well, a lot of that is simply due to the fact that you're putting estrogen into your body, and then that estrogen is dominating progesterone, which now causes hypothyroidism. To reverse that. By going with a progesterone cream, the progesterone improves metabolism. It improves thyroid function naturally. I know I talked about this last week in another program on hypothyroidism. But remember, ladies, we're talking about estrogen dominance. If you want to have perfectly balanced hormonal health, you've got to cleanse the liver. You've got to cleanse the colon. And you've got to make sure that if you're taking outside sources, that if you're seeing changes... In your body that you do not like, you need to realize what is causing it. So just think about this: we never had an epidemic of hypothyroidism in this country <clears throat> until the 1970s, when they started changing uh, the way they made bread. They used to have iodine in bread. Now they put bromide, so that makes all the thyroid, all the iodine leave, and now you're getting nodules uh, on your thyroid from from the bromide. From the, the chlorine, I just mentioned chlorine being another problem of causing estrogen dominance as well. I mean, we live in a toxic, polluted world, but there are things that we can do to reduce the effects of that pollution on our body and in our body. Now, let's, again, I mentioned to you about the natural progesterone cream. There are very high quality uh, progesterone creams out there. Check them out. Uh, follow the directions on those. These are always the best choice for perimenopause and you can always use the progesterone during perimenopause which starts around age of 40 41 all through menopause and uh and just look those up okay now let's talk about cleansing your liver naturally number one milk thistle extract you want the standardized extract this detoxifies strengthens protects and regenerates the function of the liver Uh, If you're on a lot of different medications, uh, if you have the tendency to drink alcohol more than three days a week, take milk thistle every single day. You want your liver healthy. It is one of the organs that regenerates itself, and by giving it milk thistle, your liver can regenerate four times faster than normal. Also, look into sunflower lecithin. I take this every single day for many reasons, but in this case, sunflower lecithin, this contains a choline and a inositol, which are part of the B vitamin family. Uh, it actually helps to remove excess cholesterol and fat from the liver, as high fat will trap excess hormones, such as estrogen. Not only that, lecithin works great in keeping your arteries nice and pliable and soft, prevents hardening of the arteries, helps to... Uh, regulate uh, cholesterol in the body. The choline content helps uh, create a healthy brain. Choline in the brain actually helps improve our short-term memory into long-term memory by incre- uh, by creating more of the acetyl uh, choline that we need. So if you have more acetylcholine, you're able to take short-term memory stored as long-term memory. So that's what you want. So sunflower lecithin at a dose of 3,600 milligrams twice a day is the perfect dose for everyone. And not only that, if your skin happens to be on the dry side, lecithin can actually help bring in natural oils to the skin, so keep that in mind. Next one, calcium d I love this nutrient. Calcium d binds excess estrogen. Actually, MD Anderson Cancer Hospital, many, many years ago in Houston, Texas, did a, a study on calcium d and showed that it removed uh, excess uh, estrogen by 23%. So this is a very good nutrient, 200 milligrams twice a day is highly recommended. Again, it helps to remove excess estrogen from the body and which also helps to reduce the risk for colon cancer. They found that the calcium deglucrate also is found in the colon, so you're going to get, uh, well, your money's worth out of that nutrient. Also, DIM, D-I-M, diendolin methane. Uh, this is a powerful component found in cruciferous vegetables, broccoli, cauliflower, that balances estrogen metabolism. Uh, many of the health problems commonly associated with estrogen are actually linked to hormone imbalance and unhealthy hormone metabolism. DIM helps to regulate estrogen hormone metabolism, which can be beneficial for those, uh, well, it's beneficial for breast and prostate health. Not only that, DIM keeps your good estrogen doing what it needs to be doing good and prevents the conversion into bad estrogen, which can lead to hormonal cancers such as breast, ovarian, and uterine cancer. So keep that in mind. Now, I want to mention this herb really quickly here because of the fact that I'm going to be going in depth next week on this one. There's an herb called burpleurum. That's B-U-P-L-E-U-R-U-M. This herb is fantastic for anyone with endometriosis. So it increases the metabolism of protein and fatty acids and what this means is it helps the liver to break down those excess estrogens and prostaglandins and then allow the body to flush them out. So again, tomorrow I'm going to go in depth on bupleurum herb that uh, is perfect again for endometriosis and that every woman should use this particular herb. And you want to piggyback it when you're taking milk thistle. So milk thistle and bupleurum make a perfect combination. Because you want to take the Berplurum at least two to three times a year uh, to detox the hormones from the liver. If you have endometriosis, you have a a, a chronic problem of uterine uh, or ovarian uh, cyst, fibroids. Uh, you want to take Berplurum every single day. It is available over-the-counter. Tell you the truth, I think there's only one product out there, so you can't miss it. When it comes to foods, what do you eat? Of course, I say the same thing every single day. Fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds. Get healthy fiber into your diet. If if you're not really big into eating fiber, then you need to go to the, the drugstore and at least get some psyllium capsules or metamucil, metamucil or something to stay regular to get that fiber to bind those toxins and remove them from the body. This is absolutely vital for your health and look ladies and gentlemen you know i love talking to you on a daily basis i love bringing this information to you because i know that many of you are dealing with conditions that can simply be reversed by just increasing your knowledge about the human body now let me get back into the foods here look at eating dandelion greens look at eating avocados avocados are the biggest rage for the last two years here in america but there's a reason for that. They contain healthy fats in the body. They can actually help you lose weight. Uh, turmeric root, a very potent anti-inflammatory, a uh, very pr- uh, protective for every cell in the body. Of course, if you, in, if you take turmeric every single day, you can reduce your uh, risk for dementia and Alzheimer's by four times uh, of those who do not take it at all. Uh, and now let's talk about... Some vegetable oils. Now, there's some things you need to stop doing. So let's look at um, only use coconut oil. You can use fish oil, but don't don't be cooking with fish oil. Uh, Flaxseed oil, uh, that's great for skin and hair and cardiovascular health. Uh, also, too, flax oil is excellent for hormonal health because of the lignans. Also, uh, they found out that it can ha- help to prevent breast cancer. Uh, black currant oil evening primrose oil. But when it comes to cooking, coconut oil would be one of your better ones. Uh, Macadamia nut oil is fantastic to cook with because both those oils are high heat. So you can actually use those just in case you want to fry something, but still frying is not the healthiest thing to do. Now, olive oil should always be eaten in its natural state. Uh, and never fry with olive oil. If you fry with olive oil or you increase the heat of olive oil over to 200, 220 degrees, you're just creating another trans fatty acid that's just going to cause damage to the human body. So ladies and gentlemen, again, today I hope you've learned a lot about estrogen metabolism, liver health, because we've got to focus on the liver. We've got to focus on the colon. We've got to look at the products in our home, that are causing estrogen dominance and get rid of those things. And again, go to ewg.org slash skin deep to look up all of those skin products that you may be using that could cause hormonal disruption. They also give you a list of healthy versions of those types of products that you can go buy. I'm Dr. Ward Bond, and remember, something spectacular happens when you treat your body right. I'd like to thank you for listening to today's show. For more episodes or to stay up to date with all of our show content, remember to subscribe. And while you're there, please leave us a five-star rating and review to help spread the word about the program. For even more information and free content, visit my show page at drwardbond.com. Thank you for listening to The Dr. Ward Bond Show. And remember, something spectacular happens when you treat your body right.